Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Agent Africa podcast. I hope you are all doing well wherever you are from the corners of the world that you are all at currently. I'm well. Um, It's a very, very cool, clean, crisp morning um, that I am experiencing somewhere on planet Earth. So in this particular segment, I wanted us to focus on the self. In much of the previous segments, we've covered a, a whole host of different subject matters and we have delved into quite a lot of borderline political slash economical circumstances that we encompass and we encounter in our day-to-day lives. Now, it is part and parcel at times to, 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 to cover things this, in that manner, simply because we don't live in a vacuum. Um, and there are nuances that we have to explore that impact us in our day-to-day lives and our day-to-day living. Like the alarm you can hear in the background. (laughs) Now, we have basically been living in a society that's been operating on borrowed time. What do I mean by that? Individuals with positions of influence, positions of control, positions of power, they effectively created a system which was based on a lie. Now we all know that, but just to explore that a little. Now, we've been living our whole lives, been told one thing for most of our lives, when in actuality, it's another. So, you're born. You're given a name by your parents. You grow from a baby to a toddler, then to a teenager, etc. You go to a school. You're taught whatever they decide to teach you. And if you do this in exactly this way, or in exactly the way that they want you to, you are then rewarded with certain perks and you're rewarded with certain privileges. Now, there is another side to the story. For those who don't conform in the way in which they want you to, you're penalized, punished, and you don't get to live in the way in which some others do. This is essentially the premise of what um, most modern societies are based upon. We then have to ask ourselves the question, is that fair? Is it balanced? And of course the answer would be most logically not. Now, (laughs) 
in our past, obviously, delving into a little bit of history, most modern systems was built on the framework of economics, which essentially was mainly comprised of um, usurping and taking um, uh, resources which, which, which essentially wasn't theirs. And they used that to build up their economic uh, stability and influence. This then led into the purchasing of weaponry, the purchasing of uh, resources, the purchasing of finances and, and agriculture and a whole host of things which you need to have a society. Now, you're wondering where am I going with this? Bear with me. So, after acquiring all of this stuff what's happened is that the premise of money itself as we know was built on a, a set of lies so what do you do when the money in which you use to create your society reaches a point where that becomes worthless where it no longer has any value where it no longer has any um any of the things in which is needed to continue empowering your economy, to powering your system, what, at that point, what does one do? We would have what's known as either uh, economic collapse or a system reset. Now I wrote about this in grave detail in a book called The System Reset, Global Paradigm Shift. Now, we are now on the verge of that. Now, one could argue that the world at large, all it has to do is simply share. It could just share and everyone would be okay and everyone would live in a balanced ecosystem of neutrality, kindness and sharing. The problem with that is the system has been built on a set of principles that has nothing to do with sharing. Now, we have covered extensively in previous segments about the economic collapse. But here's where things get a little bit more interesting. The beings who created the system essentially didn't really give much thought to how and insofar as whether their version of an economic collapse would look like the way they want it to look. Sorry. Sorry. So, when we are basing a set of principles on that premise, We are not able to face the facts of what essentially we're looking into or what we're walking into as a whole. Which leaves many people in doubt, many people in uncertainty and not being quite sure about the way forward 
and what to expect. Now there's been lots of rumors of a group of billionaires building underground bunkers and these are in fact rumors. They've been doing this for many years. But what's happening is now coming to light. Now, in spite of all this talk or rhetoric of traveling to space and traveling to different planets and setting up colonies and they're now confirming to you that they did not that they don't no longer have the technology to get past the Van Allen's belt even though we've seen images of what appears to be a supposed moon landing or what's supposed to be a craft that looks like it was wrapped in tin foil supposedly that went through the Van Allen's belt traveled through space and was able to land on the surface or the, on the lunar surface this is what we have been told now I'm not here to debunk or say whether that did or didn't happen I will only present the information so since that time it's now been confirmed that they can't land no longer land nor can they leave earth orbit they don't have the technology to do it because apparently the technology was destroyed some time back now again I repeat I'm not here to agree or disagree or be in favor or debunk I suppose the moon or lunar landing but what you are finding out is even though they're selling you this imagery of them traveling to the moon and traveling to Mars and while they're telling you all that, they are essentially digging underground bunkers to go underground. Baba covers this extensively. So, they're digging all these underground bunkers. And what are they doing this for? And why now? And when I say why now, this has been going on for decades, actually. It's not, this is nothing new. But in recent times, there has been an increase in such activity, a massive increase in doing this. So the question stands to reason is, why? Why are they doing this? What is it that they are trying to escape that is about to befall? Now, I'm not trying to uh, fear monger or get people alarmed or or scared in any way that's not the purpose of this podcast the purpose of this segment essentially what I'm trying to do is to get you to think about something a little deeper now if you knew that you created a monetary system which wasn't only just built upon a lie at the point of that lie being discovered the lie being that the money is worthless isn't built upon anything of, of intrinsic value it's not asset-backed. It was built on a total fictitious lie. Now, what do you do when you are on the verge of that so-posed monetary system coming to an eventual collapse? Well, what they're doing is getting out of the way to prepare for a planned collapse. 
That is why they are building all these underground bunkers. That is why most of the, the huge companies are leaving and they're creating AI to power their systems for them. They are creating a whole bunch of tools. I'll give you an example. I was in the store somewhere on planet Earth <laughs> and I walked into an Asda. No, an Aldi, I believe. It was an Aldi. In this Aldi, in order to enter this store, you need an application. You need to first download the app. You'd have to place the, uh, I believe, the, the uh, barcode onto the scanning device. And, that's the, and that is how you'd be let into the store. You then purchase all your items, grab all the items you want and you would scan them and then purchase them with the app. This store does not take any cash. Now, this is just one store that I went into. Obviously, this is something that is soon to be all over the place. Now, obviously the plan is that we've now reached a point where the dollar has become, it's on the verge, let's say, of becoming a non-tradable, a non-tradable asset. Because it's not actually an asset, is it? It's actually a non-tradable, negotiable instrument, which we'll go into another day what negotiable instruments are. But to stay on topic, it's technically on the verge of a collapse. And this isn't me saying this, there's, you have Gerald Salente of Trends Forecast Research. You've got um, a whole host of, 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 of other people telling you this. So this is not conspiracy theory. These are based upon actual studies from actual individuals who are now telling you that this system, the monetary system of the dollar being the world's global reserve currency is about to collapse. Why? Because it's reached this point where countries are no longer prepared to only trade in the dollar. Particularly, the nation that has been involved in, has the most military bases around the planet, um, is involved in every war you could think of, is in everyone else's business around the world. And countries are simply just fed up of being bullied, they're fed up of being placed into sanctions. They're fed up of being told what to do and being bullied by bullies, essentially. And they've now reached the point where they are no longer prepared to do that. And they knew this day would come. So they took certain precautions. They knew that eventually they wouldn't be able to bully people anymore and it will fear them into submission. So they took out certain precautions to, um, to basically ensure that they would be able to get their way. And essentially what you're looking at right now, part of that is for certain elites to go underground. To go underground to escape what is the question you should be asking yourself. What are they trying to escape that is coming? Again, I'm not trying to fear among you. I'm trying to get you to look at things a little deeper. I'm trying to get you to look at things outside of the box, so to speak. That's essentially what I'm doing. 
Now we now delve into the self. The main thing is to not fear. The main thing is to not be fear-mongered. The main thing is to have self-trust, self-sense of self-preservation, self-worth. Unfortunately, a lot of us have been doing that in a way in which doesn't incorporate inclusivity. It doesn't incorporate collectivity and it doesn't incorporate unity. That doesn't mean we can't implement it. It doesn't mean we can't do it. We've been operating in a system that essentially looks after its own interests and takes care of itself. So it stands to reason that a society based upon such principles will essentially create people who replicate exactly what the system does to its citizens. It stands to reason that's what people would do. Well, what else would they do? That's all they know. We're not living in a society which cultivates communal care or communal living or living as a collective or making sure your neighbour is catered for and has everything they need. We don't live in a society like that. We live in a society that looks after its own interests, that takes care of itself, that doesn't care about anyone else. As long as I'm okay, stuff everyone else. That's the society that this world has created. Now, I'm not saying we should abandon that. It's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that what I mean, I'm not saying that you should abandon yourself and surrender your entire being and worldly possessions to know. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that in order to go in, in order to get out, we have to go in. We do have to take care of our health, our state of mind, our well-being. We have to exercise. We've got to train. Meditation would help. Good diet with a fair amount of sunlight. If you live in areas that has lots of sunlight that is not all of us do but in going in and looking after ourselves in that truth in that way of being of changing your frequency changing your electromagnetic grid your own personal one tune it in in that you will find other people who are doing the same and in that you will find people in which to work as a collective with Unfortunately, not everyone's going to be on that frequency. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to be able to attune with that. But it begins somewhere and we've got to start being more self-conscious and self-aware of what we're doing to ourselves, of societies we live in and the individuals we choose to have around us. And in that, we will find truth. In that, we will find individuals on which we can liaise and work with to look for and by each other. From time to time, you may be required to dip into dunya or the, you know, <laughs> Babylon, as we want to call it. Because, you know, it's not in isolation. We live in a world that encompasses other people. We're going to have to be developing a thick skin. We're going to have to not take things too personally. You may get hurt when certain things are done, when certain decisions are, are put into place. 
we are living in a time where people will place themselves first and you secondary. You may feel left out, but it's not for you to take any of that personally. It's for you to learn from those experiences and understand that we are living in a world and society that has taught individuals to just think of self. And it makes sense to think of yourself. I'm not telling you to abandon yourself. In essence, I'm saying that we need to be prepared for the changes that are about to be implemented. I'm not saying I know when they will. I'm not far the time. What I do know is that based on what we are seeing globally and what is taking place around the world, it's simply a matter of time. And the question you need to ask yourself is, are you ready? Are you ready for these changes? Are you ready for these things to occur? Are you ready? And if you're not ready, are you getting ready? Are you getting prepared? Are you, are you getting ready? Are you getting prepared? Are you doing what you need to be doing? Because it's not too late. That is what I mean by the self. So I wanted to share that with you and to get you to think about that, to ponder on that, to do what you need to be doing in preparing yourself and preparing your mind in making prep in steps to move forward, in steps to, to think of self, in steps to to think of ways in which will prepare you and mentally aid you and assist you in being more prepared and not to base any of this on fear. So I'll leave it there. Until the next time on the Agent Africa podcast. Thanks for listening.